Oh, bitch. My bad. I didn't know it was four days since I uploaded the last podcast. <laughs> I really only thought it was two days. Um, But it was four. But let me tell you something. Let's get right into it because, baby, I'm hype. Houston. Houston has to see me. North and South Carolina have to see me because them is where the niggas is at. Them is where the masculine shooter nigga up. Good, good ass niggas is at. This is where the my wife ain't got to work niggas is at. Baby. <laughs> and they got them thick ass accents. A nigga from Texas got an accent. Nigga from the Carolinas got an accent. And I love that fucking accent. Like, love, 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 love. And then it's just... They masculine men. They not no pretty boy ass niggas. LA, Atlanta, Miami. We got pretty boys. I don't need a pretty boy. I don't need my nigga to put that shit on more than me. I don't need my nigga to spend more money on clothes than me. And God be knowing what he doing because he changed me to not want a nigga for his money because let me tell you if i was after niggas for their money niggas would be more upset with me than they are now and i'm telling you niggas be upset with me because first of all i don't do the bullshit that niggas come with we're not doing it we too grown you way too grown i used to deal with older niggas now i don't want no older nigga if you more than 10 years older than me mm i don't want it that's it's gross to me, like you could be my dad type shit, and then it grossed me out. Um, niggas who just don't have a plan or or ain't you know following a plan, niggas who ain't following God, just a whole bunch of shit. But let me tell you, if I was into a nigga with money, I would niggas who wear their money would not have no chance with me. Like it's some niggas that you know. They got hella bread and they got assets and where they money too. But the young niggas, most of these young niggas with money, they ain't got no assets. They ain't got no property. They ain't got no no businesses. They ain't got no, they got liabilities. What the fuck I'm going to do with your clothes, nigga? You put all this money into these fucking clothes. You ain't got one fucking property. You ain't got one LLC. You ain't got one escort. You ain't got one entity. Nothing. You ain't got nothing. How, what the fuck am I going to do with it? I'm going to take your clothes to the bank and say, hell yeah, can I refinance this? Nah, I'm, I'm cool. Like, And I'd be disrespectful as hell when a nigga... If I was into niggas with money, mm, I'd be more disrespectful. But, oh about this being disrespectful so my pastor told me i need to humble myself and um i'm pretty sure it's true i just um i don't think it's really more so my actions or the things that i say out loud but more in the things that i think in my head because i think that i'm pretty humble like my outward appearance is pretty humble it just be my thoughts that be super like prideful but nonetheless i am gonna um, have her explain that to me because I am ignorant to the fact that I am prideful um, and I don't want to be prideful and I don't want God to take away the things that he's blessed me with just because you know I love the things that I have and these are the things that I have right now are things that I prayed for and the things that I've wanted for a really long time so I would be damned if pride the spirit of pride uh, caused me to lose everything that I have or to be st- stagnant in the things that I have. Um, none of those things 
are going to happen because I rebuke Satan in the mighty name of Jesus. And I, re- I rebuke the, the sin of pride um, in my mind, in my thoughts, in my words, and in my actions. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Um, and I really just been feeling so cautious after she told me that which is a good thing keep me on my toes and keep me alert to the things that i'm ignorant to keep me knowledgeable to the things that i'm ignorant to and the word ignorant means to not know and if i didn't know that i was prideful being prideful i was ignorant um and i've been repenting all day since yesterday well i've been repenting since yesterday for pride and i need to just work on it and be cautious of that and not get too boastful, not be too big headed and just take things as face uh to take things at face value and to continuously better myself and you know um because like I said, I don't want the things that I have to be taken away from me because God giveth and he take it away. So I don't want that. But back on these niggas in Carolina in the Carolinas, boy oh boy, me oh me, my oh my. Um and thing is I talk about a husband a lot and I've been talking about a husband a lot since this year, since I decided to have a husband. And I joke about like I was joking about like I'm going to to Texas and to the Carolinas to find my husband. And I'm not really looking like I want my husband. I do. This is something that I want so so bad is to meet my husband and get married. And the fact that I'm already 20, uh, well, I was 23, right about like, a month away from being 24 when I decided to be married. And it sucks because I would have loved to be married really young um, at this point when not now that I'm thinking about marriage. Um, but I don't really care when I get married because it's not the reason. And it was, um, my pastor was talking about it and the preacher who, uh, gave the word yesterday, they were talking about marriage and, um, like asking God and begging God for the things that we want. And, you know, we tell God the things that we want, but we don't ever ask God, like, can I have this? Can I have that? Can I do this? Can I do that? Like, you know? It just, we be like, God, I want this. God, I want that. God, I want this and this and this and that and that and that. But we don't ever ask God, can I have this? When can I have this? How can I get this? Like, we don't ask those questions. And I have been telling God, like, you know, prepare my husband for me. Prepare me for my husband. But I never ask God, can I have a husband? God, can you send me my husband? God, can you show me my husband? When can can I meet my husband? Like, these are the questions that I need to be asking. But... Like I said, I'm not in a rush and I want I want to meet my husband on God's timing and not on my own. And I want my husband to be actually my husband, the one that God chose for me and not the one that I choose for myself. Um, and the reason that I want to be married is so that I can do God's work within my marriage. And I want to have a committed relationship with God Um and my husband and I want to serve God as a unit. Um man is created for a woman and woman is created for man and we are supposed to join and do the work of the Lord. Um 
that's why I want to be married. I don't want to be married for the sex aspect because if at the end of the day, if I wanted to have sex, I can have sex. Um, but I'm not having sex and choosing to wait till I'm married to have sex is it's not a big deal for me. Um, because if I just didn't want to do it, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. Um, so I'm not withholding to get married and have sex. No, that's not what I'm doing it for. And I'm not being married to just say, oh, I have a husband. I want to be married because I want a a real commitment with, and I want to be led by somebody who is led by God. And like I said, I want to do the work of the Lord, which is to procreate, which is to serve him, which is to be a wife to my husband which is to do the work the lord's work as a wife like there's many things that a wife jobs entails um and i can't tell you all of them because i don't really study my word which is something that i need to get on myself about doing i don't even have a physical bible which i know it sucks and it's it is it is as bad as it sounds trust me like i really need to be whooped the fact that i don't have a bible and i haven't even been looking for a bible um but i do want to find a bible and i want to find i need to ask my um my mentor Um, in my church, like what type of Bible that I should get when I'm like, you know, new to learning the word and reading the word and stuff like that. Um, and then she was also just saying, like asking to see like why we want the things that we want, because like, I was like, recently I was saying that I needed a car and I want a car. Um, and I was asking God, like, when can I have a car? Um, because and the reason why I want a car it's not right now I just want a car to be able to get from my house to LA efficiently and save money because the amount that I spend going to LA right now is the price of having a car um and then also it's to be mobile to do more in my community I want to be mobile so I can go to Skid Row and volunteer I want to be mobile so I can go do work activities um that they have on the weekends and outside of work um after work and then go to Watts and work with those nonprofits and um be mobile for my nonprofit with the church which is the outreach um so there's there's good reason like I don't want a car just because because honestly if it was up to me I wouldn't be getting a car right now like if it wasn't a real necessity I wouldn't want a car right now but I need a car and so in that sense I want a car and I believe I can afford it right now and I feel like I will be responsible and paying for my car so these are like answering these questions are really important and just I need to I need to continue to be on me and I'm so glad my pastor told me the things that she did um and I have to ask, like, how do I maneuver? Because I still struggle with, like, making the right decisions and learning when God is talking and when I'm just talking to myself and things like that. I'm so new in my religion. And it's so, it's not, it is, actually. It's so sad to say because I have been going to church ever since I was born. 22 years. Oh, shit. I'm 24. 24 years I've been in and out of church and not all the time I've been consecutively in church. 
um because about like high school my mom stopped making me go to church and then I barely got back into going to church consecutively in the last two years um and even in those two years I was on and off so realistically I can say I've been I haven't been consecutive this whole year like I've missed a lot of church this this year um I know I for sure missed a whole month of church but I think it was like a month and a half and then I also missed like two I missed like one Sunday in the last month so you know it's I haven't been perfect and I haven't but reading my bible is more just doing all of the work is important. Um, so I have been consecutive in my tithes. My tithes, which is 10% of all the earnings that you receive, God needs 10% of that back. Um, and a lot of people have a problem with that. Like, you're, They're like, oh, you're paying for this and you're paying for that and you don't know what your money is going for. I know what my money is going for. My Like, to run a church and to have a church, it's not, it's not free. Um, yes, we are a government property, but it's not free. We still have to pay taxes. We have to pay lights. We have to pay, um, like gas and toilet paper and the musicians. And like, you know, we have to pay for things. You know, our pastor doesn't receive a salary. She does this day. Like being a pastor is not just a Sunday thing. You have to study your word. You have to like check on your congregation. You have to have all these events throughout the the year, and you know it's a lot to run a church. And people are like, oh, you're just paying for this. I don't go to a big church. I don't like my church is not virtual. Never has been virtual. My church never shut down during COVID. We've been always in person. My church is open one two like five six days out of the week. Oh, I think it's five. We're the only days we're closed for church is Tuesdays and Saturdays. Sundays is Sunday morning worship. Tuesdays, I mean, Mondays are youth night, young people night. Wednesdays is Bible study. Thursdays is choir rehearsal. Saturdays is prayer. Saturday we close, but a lot of times we do stuff on Saturdays too. But, and then Sunday we back in Sunday service. So like keeping those lights on, we have TV at church because we hang out at our church a lot. So we do pay for cable. We pay for the trash. And I'm saying we, and I contribute very, very little to that amount. Um, and literally our church is not huge at all. Um, we did upgrade. We had a very, very small church. Now we have a larger we have a larger building but a smaller parking lot in our old church we had a smaller building and a bigger parking lot um so it's still about the same size lot um but now we pay more in utilities and um it's just you know i don't mind doing the things that i do because this is my religion and these are things that i signed up for there are things that i signed up to be a part of and i'm gonna do it you know um, and I was telling somebody at work that like my pastor was telling me that I was being prideful and he was like saying that I need to pray for my pastor. And I'm just like, I was really offended and I just didn't say anything because it's a work environment, but I need to start checking people like in the moment when they say stupid shit, because 
if I didn't trust her, I would not call her my pastor and I would not have joined her church. I would not follow her leadership. I trust her. Even if I don't feel or if I don't see the fact that I'm being prideful, it doesn't mean she's lying to me. It doesn't mean that it's not true or there. And my pastor is also a prophet. So God speaks to her to tell me things. And he's told her things about me before and they've always been true. So why would I not believe her now? But it did kind of piss me off. And the fact that he hasn't been to church in two weeks due to we had a home game and he had to be there. And then he had an event with his nonprofit last yesterday. And that's not my business in this seat. And that's kind of like the pridefulness, I guess. Um, and I, let me not say I guess that's where the pridefulness comes in because I'm like condemning other people, feel like I'm better. And then I'm not better. And believe me, I'm not because I have missed church to because I was too far and I have missed choir practice because I moved far away or because I didn't want to like so I can't really be like I do talk about other people but I need to stop talking about other people and one of my things is that I say is like oh when I talk about other people I talk about myself too but realistically I just need to not talk about other people and I can say all the shit I want to say about myself but I just need to stop talking about other people and I need to I need to be humbled and I don't want God to humble me. I want to humble myself because if God humbled me, all of this can be taken away. And instead of doing that, I can just humble my thinking, humble my actions, humble, like, you know, humble my words. Like it can be so simple and I just need help. And so I'm going to talk to my mentor on how to do that. But back to the Carolinas because baby, it's not that I'm itching to be married, but I love looking at men. Men are very attractive to me, and I like to socialize, and you never know. Like, I be in the house all the time, so if the only time I get out is when I travel to go see fine-looking men, so be it. Maybe my husband is one of them fine-looking men with an accent who cooks and shoots shit up. I'm just saying. But a man of God first and somebody who can be led by God and do right in the Lord because people can be a fool following God. Um, cause I'm a fool. I'm crazy as hell. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but an honest man, and there are so many things that I want my husband to be, but I want God to tell me what I need in the husband. Like he knows what I need. Um, cause he created my husband before I was even born. Like, you know, he designed a man for me. So, um, or he designed me for my man, whatever, whichever way it goes, because somebody on Instagram was saying that we got it backwards and God didn't create the man for the woman. He created the woman for the man, whatever the case may be. We are both meant to be each other's helpmate, whoever he created for. My person is out there already. And whenever I find them, however I find them. That's just going to be that. And I'll y'all going to know when because I'm like, <laughs> This this finger is not lonely anymore. But um, yeah, that's the spill. And I am still working on my schedule so that I can be back to posting. I know, and I have to say this every time so I can hold myself accountable. But that is it. I will talk to y'all tomorrow because it's it's already a new day. So I'll talk to y'all tomorrow or later on. <laughs>